0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Hello, how's everything going? Good to see you. You look great. How was your Labor Day weekend? Uh, Mine was, oh, it's embarrassing how good mine was. I, in fact, got a message from my old friend Reem E. L. Hashini. Uh, She is the uh, Emirates Minister of State and Managing Director of the United Arab Emirates Dubai World Expo 2020-2021 Committee, and uh, Reem reaches out to me from time to time with uh, opportunities for a lot of money. This particular email does not have a specific amount. It says I have a great business proposal to discuss with you. If you're interested in foreign investment partnership, please reply with your line of interest. And Reem gives me another email address different from the one she sent this email from. <laughs> Uh, So it makes me happy that Reem reaches out every now and again to let me know that I have an opportunity for some sort of income from her. And it also makes me happy that I'm not alone. I got an email to com from uh, Andy, who received an email from Sister Mary saying, uh, my name is Reverend Sister Mary Thomas from St. Mary's Catholic Church, Cathedral of Benin, Du Republic. I wish to inform you that we lost Reverend Father Clement Sandy, who died on 28th March 2021. Now, just I'm going to pause here for a second to let you know that Benin is in West Africa. For those of you that don't know, if my hand here is Africa, Benin is right here, right there, so you know exactly where where it is. Okay, we'll get back to the back to the email. Uh, he is an orphan from Pontiac, Michigan united state of america but nationalized in saint mary's catholic church cathedral continent no benin republic before his death he made a will and gave an instruction to contact you via your email address when he died as his next of kin i am glad to inform you that the late reverend father clement sandy made you the beneficiary of his will at the sum of $6,500,000. And I know you might be wondering how late Reverend Father Clement Sandy made you the beneficiary of his will. Contact me for more details. And Sister Mary gives an email address separate from the email that she sent this particular email to Andy from. I'm telling you, it was a good weekend for all. Wasn't it? exactly welcome welcome to chewing the fat all right well we talked last week about uh, Sam's club uh, raising their membership fee price this year from uh, 45 to 50 dollars a year and its plus membership from 100 to 110. Dollars a year. And we mentioned as we were talking about that, that, uh, you know, I wonder, you know, Costco can't be that far along. Uh, correct. Uh, they announced uh, over the weekend, yeah, you know what? We are going to go ahead and raise our prices too. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, i Look, it's it, look, I'm sure business went up during the pandemic, but so have costs. So we're going to have to just, uh, we're just going to have to raise our prices as well. Really? Yeah. Uh, we haven't raised our prices in, uh, you know, I don't know, five or six years, but we for sure aren't going to raise our price for the hot dog and soda drink. That's going to remain a buck 50 because the CEO doesn't want to lose his life. He had his life threatened by the former CEO and owner and founder if he raised the price on that. So we're just going to raise the membership fee. Oh, okay, great. Now to be fair. They have not uh, come up with a number or said that they are actually raising their fees. They've just been asked about it and said, well, yeah, we're looking into it and it's probably going to happen. Okay. I mean, thank you. Appreciate it. That wouldn't surprise anyone that that is going to be, uh, be the case. So, something to look forward to. Another thing to look forward to in the shopping world, uh, Walmart has announced $75 million in change to stores with departments, uh, expanding and, uh, you know, they're saying, yeah, uh, you know, we're also going to expand our self-checkout. Wait, we, well, yeah, we're remodeling stores, uh, for, uh, you yeah, know, it's going to be about 75 million. We're going to expand some departments and, uh, we're remodeling, uh, we're going to have a pickup and delivery and express delivery services. And, uh, we're also, uh, going to, uh, we're giving it a fresh look. New paint, signage, lightings, things like that. Bathrooms, uh, nursing rooms, as well as the vision center will be updated, and departments will expand, such as offering summer merchandise year-round. And guess what? Yeah, we're gonna expand the self-checkout stations too. I know, I know, but they're efficient, and uh, you know, we love them. <laughs> We uh, love them. Now, they claim that Walmart has specifically been linked to bad customer service when it comes to self-checkout monitoring. I will say that not to be the case in, in the Walmarts that I frequent. Uh, they do a really good job of uh, overseeing the self-checkout. But, you know, I, I don't mind the self-checkout at stores like Walmart, you know, other other stores. Okay, I'm okay with the self-checkout. I know it's a pain. I get it. But it's you now no, I'm okay with it because then I'm just doing it in my own time. I, I'm in and out. What I when I don't like the self-checkout really is at Sam's Club at Costco because I'm already paying to get in the door. So I'm paying to get in the door and now you want me to check myself out. And I know it's quicker sometimes when you only go in for a couple of things and you just want to poop poop and put your card in and gone, right? You're out of there. And if you can scan it on the, in the aisle way you don't have to go through the line. You just scan it and go. I I mean, I kind of like that plan as well. But it just kind of irks me that I'm paying to get in the door. And now you want me to check myself out. But that's just me. I know. I know. I'm a little little weirdo that way. I still do it. I just, it's just something that irks at me, you know. (laughs) Now back to Walmart who's spending all this money on remodeling. They also want to make it easier for employees to shop for the Express... Uh, home deliveries to have your groceries either delivered to your home in a few hours or have you pick it up, right? You can schedule a time and pick it up and they bring it out to your car. Uh, That's, I mean, that's a, that's nice. I I, I don't mind that. (laughs) I don't mind that at all. And they do that at Sam's club as well. And uh, I, I don't know that they do it at Costco, but I guess they do. I just haven't seen them. I haven't seen them do it at the Costco that I, that I go to. So, uh, you know, that's kind of a nice feature, but they've got to make it easier for all people shopping. Uh, You know, I go into the one store, the one Walmart in my neighborhood, and there's, I mean, there's more people sometimes shopping, for you know, employees shopping putting uh, groceries together for pickup, than there are <laughs> regular customers in the store. But that also, when it's really busy with customers, then you have those. I mean, that leads for things to seem so much more crowded in the aisleway. And you know, I I feel like the employees do a pretty good job uh, at the one close to my house. But still, that's a it's tough business and. You know, with their, they're really promoting the Walmart Plus card. So they've got to make it available. Plus, you know, I was thinking, I just saw a story about CVS. Where is that silly story about CVS? Yesterday, the drugstore giant said it's acquiring Signify Health for about $8 billion. The deal will help CVS reach customers at home. Because Signify Health operates a network of 10,000 medical providers making house calls. And CVS experts, those providers to connect patients to care how and when they need it, the transaction expected to close pending approval from regulators, first half of next year. So I got to thinking about that. And so the CVS has got this Signify Health, which uh, is, uh, you know, meaning I get health care at home. But Amazon is really they purchased uh, the drug company and they've purchased some health companies and they're looking at some of these bigger care companies these doctor companies you know what's coming is it's going to be the it's going to be the one-stop shop i go in i don't have a specific doctor i go in i get scanned i get looked at either on video or or by uh you know, by a computer or AI generated uh doctor and then they make a diagnosis and I just walk next door, I get my prescription and I go away. There's no there's no decent uh one on one with a doctor or a nurse. It's all just uh just business. That's coming. That's coming, my friends. If it's I mean it's almost really here now, but it will be here a hundred percent very, very soon. And I don't know. I mean, is it, is it a good thing? That's my answer. Is it a good thing? I'll tell you what is a good thing. Built Bar. Uh, you can go to Built.com. And don't forget to use the promo code Jeffy and you're going to save 15% off your first order. Uh, use the promo code Jeffy. 15% off at Built.com for Built Bars. Yeah, that's a good thing. Do you like to have a good snack throughout the day? But, of course, you'd rather not pack on the pounds doing it. Hello. Uh, I've got news for you. Great news. Built Bar is here to save the day. They've got so many flavors, there's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, of which I am one, uh, everybody's passionate about their favorites. Uh, you know, coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, which I think think could probably be at the top of the list for me. Cookies and cream. And every time I turn around and I try a new flavor, I'm like, yep, that's my favorite. And then uh, the next time I try another flavor, yep, that's my favorite. So I think salted caramel may be my favorite. But I mean, the coconut, the mint brownie, cookies and cream, they're all... Awesome. And hey, if you can't pick a flavor right off the bat, you can get a mixed box where you're going to get two of each of their nine regular flavors. Built Bars have up to 18 grams of protein and they're 180 calories or less. Only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs. But you wouldn't know it by tasting them because they taste amazing. You can take care of your sweet tooth, and still be healthy. <laughs> yeah. Go to built.com and use the promo code Jeffy to save 15% off your first order. Use the promo code Jeffy for 15% off at built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code Jeffy, J E F F Y. Get yourself 15% off your first order. Use that promo code Jeffy for 15% off at built.com. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. (sighs) So they had the big uh, Emmy Awards, the, I'm sorry, the 2022 Creative Arts Emmy Awards uh, this past weekend. Now the actual Emmys, take place uh, on september 12th monday september 12th the prime time emmy celebration uh takes place then but they had the creative arts emmy awards this past weekend which is really strange to me they is- they had this big celebration they released all the winners and yet Next week, uh, the 10th on Saturday, uh, they're going to broadcast an edited version of this event. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, they're going to then stream it on Hulu from September 11th to the 27th. Plus they're going to air it, uh, on, uh, Saturday at 8 PM on, uh, FXX. Okay. Uh, cool. Great. Congratulations. I don't know how many viewers you're going to get. We all know the winners. We don't really care that much. We do kind of care, but you know, HBO and HBO Max have combined uh, 25 wins across the two-night ceremony. Oh, uh, that's why they got to edit it down. My gosh, it takes two nights to get this thing done for pat themselves on the back. The Corporate Siblings had been tied with Netflix with a leading eight wins going into Saturday's show. Netflix finished with 23 wins overall. They are the frontrunners leading into the primetime Emmy show on Monday. So we'll see. We know that uh, Dr. Dre uh, won his first ever Emmy. <laughs> Why would Dr. Dre win an Emmy? Oh, I know, for his uh, Super Bowl halftime show. That was worth an Emmy? I mean, okay, you got it. Uh, Eminem now is one award away. Since he was part of the Dr. Dre uh, Emmy-winning Super Bowl halftime show, Eminem is now one award away from an EGOT. All he needs is a Tony, and I'm sure, thinking knowing that he'll get one uh, for sure. <laughs> Adele has won an Emmy. Uh, I know Adele is close to an EGOT too, right? I think she uh, she got she won away or two away from an EGOT. Yeah, Adele needs uh, a Tony Award too to win an EGOT. So her and Eminem should team up, create a play, get a Tony, and then they can be EGOT winners together. Adele and Eminem, won't that be a celebration? And Obama, former. President Barack Hussein Obama wins an Emmy, and you knew he would, for narrating his uh, national parks. uh, Our great national parks. uh, Emmy Award winner, uh, Barack Obama. Outstanding narrator. Congratulations, though. Congratulations. I mean,. (laughs) <laughs> uh, outstanding casting for a reality program, outstanding character voiceover performance uh, who won that? Uh, outstanding character for a voiceover performance Chadwick Boseman as star of Lord Tuchel, well I mean you know it's a posthumous award but we I mean I'm sorry that he passed away but we give it to somebody that's living, oh sorry no just a joke, just a joke, if he was the best he should have won, stop it <laughs> <laughs> outstanding commercial let's see who won the outstanding commercial teenage dream the bd bbdo new york and smuggler sandy hook promise Ugh! congratulations congratulations i i mean that uh the beatles get back one for outstanding directory directing for a documentary nonfiction program congratulations uh wow uh, let's see outstanding directing for a variety series a Black Lady Sketch Show. Bridget Stokes on HBO and HBO Max. I will have to watch that. I have not seen that. And I've seen that go by as a recommendation. I'm going to have to catch that to see if it's actually worth an Emmy. Uh, Adele for One Night Only, as we said. Uh, the Beatles got back. Outstanding Doc. Was oh, that two? We got a couple of them? Wow. All right. Congratulations. Best Director and Best. Awesome congratulations and outstanding documentary or nonfiction special George Carlin's American dream. Yeah, really good. Although I'll tell you what, um, Lucy and Desi, the prime video, the Tinder swindler, we feed P- people on Disney plus controlling Britney Spears. Those were all pretty good. The Tinder swindler. I don't know. I've kind of bored with that, but it was, it was well done. Uh, so, you know, we give it to George Carlin, another posthumous award, by the way, are have going to give it to somebody that's living? <laughs> so congratulations. And you'll be able to see a, an edited version the next weekend. And then it'll be up on Hulu. And you can watch all these people slap themselves on the back for great work. And I you know, I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Did you go see the movies at the $3 Saturday? Uh, I did not. But my kids went to see Spider-Man again. Uh, they, they were excited to see... Uh, Spider-Man again. Uh, Spider-Man, I'm sorry, no way. Spider-Man, no way home. Uh, With, uh, I think it had like, I don't know, 15 minutes or 12 minutes of uh, extra footage on it that they were looking forward to seeing. But uh, Top Gun Maverick came in number one again. Uh, This day we're hurting big time at the theaters. Big surprise. Anyway, congratulations to Top Gun. Just keeps raking in the money at the movie theaters and spider-man all these movies were re-releases star Trek. all of them all these big hits so some of the the newer movies uh, sucking big wind as if they uh, actually had any decent movies out there and then we had lord of the rings uh the rings of power drop on amazon the most expensive show ever and so people were not happy. I will say I watched the first episode. They dropped the first two. I made it through the first one. Eh. Eh. I mean, it was okay. I'll go back and watch the second one, hoping that it gets better. I want uh, I, I hope that it gets better. Some of the reviews were not really good uh, for uh, Rings of Power. They had. They claimed they had 25 million views. I'm sure they did. And so, you know, it... The reviews were not good. Uh, So what Amazon did is uh, they instituted a three-day wait period on all user reviews. (laughs) Yeah, we want you to review, but if it's bad, no, we don't want that. We do not want that. So look, uh, despite despite positive reviews from TV critics, has a 39% audience rating from Rotten Tomatoes. So, and nearly 25% of IMDB reviewers gave it one star. Ooh, that is not good. But we don't want any of that review bombing going on. So, we're just going to go ahead and disable the reviews for right now. Three-day wait. We're not just going to get rid of them, but we're going to make you wait three days. Oh, okay. I saw Elon blasting them as well. On his Twitter account, which wasn't uh, put on hold by the way by Amazon, almost every male character so far is a coward, a jerk, or both. Only Galadriel is brave, smart, and nice. And, and uh, like I said, it was uh, it was okay. I just felt like I, I wanted I wanted more. I wanted more from it. But I will say this: that uh, it. Will already, you know, they spent what 465 million on the show and another 200 and some million on the uh, intellectual properties. So, and I was, as I'm watching it, part of that first, and I only watched the first one, as I'm watching, it, I'm thinking, well, they've already made their money back and more just by the game. I mean, there will be gaming of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I mean, if it, why isn't it out already? <laughs> they will make billions off of that. So, I mean, they'll be fine. Believe me, Uh, Mr. Bezos will be fine. Even though he's having some issues at uh, the fulfillment centers, I see where a string of recent fires at some of those Amazon fulfillment centers and other facilities forced uh, Amazon to uh, shut down uh, the rooftop solar panels. Oh, why? I thought, I mean, it was so great. Yeah. Well, they're starting on fire. And they're burning our warehouses. <laughs> we don't want that. So, out of an abundance of caution, following a small number of isolated incidents with on-site solar systems owned and operated by third parties, of course, not Amazon, uh, we're proactively uh, powered off on our on-site solar installations in North America. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and reinspect them, uh, take a look at them. Uh, it's fine. It's out of an abundance of caution. There's no need to worry. Don't worry about it. Sure, uh, it's starting a fire and shutting down the warehouses. (laughs) That's it, though. So don't worry about it. So apparently, Amazon has been experiencing critical fire or arc flash events at six of their sites in North America with solar installations. So that's like 12, almost 13% of their facilities, of their warehouse facilities. So, uh, the rate of dangerous incidents is unacceptable and above industry averages. So, we're going to go ahead and just stop using the old solar panels and shut them down. And because it's out of an abundance of caution, (laughs) then we are so not ready for this green energy movement. And somewhere... Someplace, somehow, someone needs to make that abundantly clear to our leaders. So Artemis was scrubbed again on Saturday, and it looks as they're just going to roll Artemis back to the vehicle assembly building and into the hangar for repairs. So now you're not going to see a launch of Artemis until October, uh, probably. Uh, They plan to uh, launch four astronauts to the International Space Station on SpaceX Crew-5 Dragon mission in early October. So Artemis one launch that month would be later in the month. Uh, so they have, uh, they had a current launch window of uh, yesterday, which was hung up. Forget about it on the fifth on Monday. And then they said there was a slim launch window today, the sixth of April. September 2022. But it doesn't look like that's happening. It looks like we're just going to roll that thing back in and find out what's causing the leak, which is probably the best move. I mean, no one wants, no one wants anything terrible to happen to the most expensive rocket that they've got going to the moon unmanned. So we shall see what's going on with the Artemis project. But, uh, you know, I know that it's a tough business and I know that, uh, you know, they want it to go well. And I know they don't want anything bad to happen. I get it. And you know there's going to be some clouds and launch windows happening. So there's only so much time that they have for launch windows. I was looking at the uh, at the launch, launch windows that they have, and there's no there's no time now uh, for them to go. So they just roll it back in and get the mechanics under the hood and see what the heck is going on. Sad, actually, really sad. Now, when you think of art. What do you think of? Well, of course. I mean if you're like me, you'll think of the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts competition. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> so I was reading this story about the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts competition because I was, oh man, all about it. But apparently there's a guy that used a, an AI generator to a using a popular text to image AI generator named mid journey and he created this piece of art and he won the competition and now people are pissed. Well, first of all, he didn't deny that he had used the, uh, digitally manipulated photograph. He bragged about it. He said that I've accomplished, uh, I'm going, I'm not going to apologize for it. I accomplished it. I wanted to make a statement using artificial intelligence artwork. Okay, so the big problem that a lot of artists have is that it's not so much the text-to-image AI systems. And, you know, they, they use that, many artists use that all the time. But the problem is, is if you're just using the system and not using the system with original artwork... So if you have an original photograph or an original piece of art, and then you use the uh, mid-journey, which is available through the Discord server, and you use that to enhance your actual piece of art. So people were ticked and they were saying that the judges were not fully aware. And you don't want to piss off the people at the Colorado State (laughs) Fire. Fine arts competition. You don't want to do it. Because, you know, like I said, if, you know, I'm sure you like me, when you think of art, you think of the Colorado State Fair fine arts competition. But uh, he was saying, he described it as saying, hey, uh, you know, I should have explained what mid-journey was. If so, Why? And he, you know, responded with the uh, face palm emoji. Well, the problem that they have is, is what I said. You know, it's not so much him using the uh, digital artwork created by AI; it's him using that completely without an original piece of art involved. That's really what has a lot of the artists uh, upset. At least in my estimation, what I can get out of the story, because uh, first of all, you don't want to mislead any of the judges. That, ha- that are working at the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts Competition. Don't do it. Don't do it. They will... If that's true, I mean, you're. you're they will shoot you dead. <laughs> <laughs> this guy could be running for his life right now. With his Theater d'Apore Special. Which he created for the... Uh, in the digital arts, digitally manipulated photography category. Of the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts Competition. However... Uh, the problem, I as I see it, is that the entire piece is from the uh, is from AI, not AI assisting in an original piece of art. That's the problem, and so don't start moving to other fairs because if if some of the other fairs around the country find out that this guy is misleading the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts Competition uh, under the digital arts digitally manipulated photography. He could be on the run for the rest of his life. And if you don't have enough to pay for, you've got something else coming as well. Disney is exploring a membership program in the style of Amazon Prime. Uh, The program could offer various exclusive perks, discounts, and other enticements for subscribers to spend more money on Disney products and services. (laughs) Which is great. All right. Uh, Apparently, they're looking into a membership program. Uh, Technology is giving us new ways to customize and personalize the consumer experience so that we are delivering entertainment experiences and products that are most relevant to each of our guests. Oh, and that's just exciting. So, they already offer a membership program called the d23 fan club cost $99.99 a year for one person or 129.99 for two that's the deal to get. Uh, the 23 offers uh, refers to the year of Disney's founding 1923 benefits include the opportunity to buy exclusive merchandise, a subscription to the quarterly Disney 23 magazine. man who doesn't want to get that delivered to them in the mail and discounted tickets to the d23 Expo which I mean is the ultimate. Disney fan event. (laughs) All right. That's awesome. I mean, if it's $129.99 a year, just for the Disney 23 magazine is uh, worth every single penny. (laughs) Every single penny. So we'll see. I mean, they've got, uh, you know, deals to the parks and the cruises. And so get ready for Disney plus prime disney prime yeah yeah you know just be ready for it cuz it's coming <laughs> so who died today who Died today. Bed, Bath, and Beyond executive Gustavo Arnell uh, didn't say a word to his wife, apparently, before leaping to his death from their 18th floor apartment in lower Manhattan. Oh, so the original story was that Arnell, who they didn't know uh, it was him right away, uh, fell from his high rise. And, uh, now the wife was with him in the, uh, in the, uh, apartment. Oh, okay. So I'm sure I'm absolutely sure that no foul play was involved. Hello. Uh, I'm sure he jumped and didn't say a word to the wife or leave any notes at all. Uh, he was uh, living in the Jenga building in Tribeca and apparently, uh, he was just, uh, he and the wife were there and he jumped. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's no foul play whatsoever. Uh, he was in trouble. He was facing a 1.2 billion dollar pump and dump stock fraud suit that had been filed against him about two weeks ago. So, there were some serious issues happening in his life and i you know that everyone is sad about it and uh you know obviously, if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts or experiencing any mental health crisis uh you can dial the national suicide prevention hotline at nine eight eight or go to the suicide prevention dot org but, uh, it, uh, you know, he was in trouble. And if you believe, and I'm not saying that I did, <laughs> that I do if you believe that he decided to drop, jump and wasn't, you know, assisted by anyone, we'll see what the investigation holds. It's <laughs> not funny. I'm sure it's embarrassing for me to even think that the wife would, you know, push him off the ledge, but... You know. Just me thinking out loud. Uh anyway, um Gustavo Arnold dead at the age of fifty two. Rest in peace. And then we have Jumani Thompson. She was twenty six years of age working at the New Orleans International Airport. She Uh, Died after her hair was caught in the machinery of a belt loader while unloading baggage for a Frontier Airlines flight. And we talked last week about skydiving and deaths and ways to die and how you know how you'd rather how you want to die. I do not want to die this way. I do not want to have my hair caught in a belt loader while unloading baggage. No. I do not want to do that. And, you know, they rescued her. They said they tried to cut her hair and get her out of there. And then she later died on the way to the hospital. Wow. Uh, so, you know, everyone is really sad. I found it interesting that according to OSHA, no incidents have been reported involving uh, the airline ground support. And of course, it's a different company than Frontier. Uh, it's Gat Airline Ground Support. So she was working for this separate company that does work for the airlines. And so there hasn't been any uh, OSHA reports involving GATT uh, around Louisiana Airport in the past 10 years. So they are looking into it. OSHA will obviously be looking into it. Of course, findings from that investigation may not be available for six months. I am not sure if that bodes well for government work but it sure does because you're not going to find out uh, for six months wow okay all right at least we'll find out something in six months right so germani thompson 26 years old dead rest in peace and then we have this story from uh, a woman here in denton county texas who is being um, called an unhoused citizen uh, living in Denton. <laughs> is that you, uh, unhoused? Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. This homeless person, uh, Dora Alvarez Maldonado, 44. She uh, killed her, I guess her husband. Uh, They're not quite sure who he is. They don't even name him in the story. Uh, She originally said that uh, a report was called in saying, hey, somebody is holding down a man in this creek, and I think they're dead. So the police showed up, and she said, hey, uh, I met up with another guy, and this guy was baptizing my husband, and he drowned. Oh, okay. So the police then looked at video footage from the shelter of this Unhoused area, <laughs> Denton, and they did not meet up with another man. These this couple had gone to the creek on their own, and she uh, said, "Oh, you know what? I was going to the creek, and I was going to baptize him, and I wanted to wash the demons away by standing on him underwater." <laughs> Uh, so apparently uh, Dora Alvarez Maldonado did not want this man to live and he did not so she's in jail this unhoused person now I guess has a home called the jail and she has a $500,000 bail which I'm sure she's not going to be able to uh, reach and uh, she also is being held on a U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement detainer oh okay well that's awesome good that's good that we've got an unhoused citizen killing another man we don't even know who this other man is but i find it the only the biggest thing of the story i'm sorry that this guy died okay the person who was drowned by dora elvarez maldonado the guatemalan citizen living unhoused in denton texas uh, I'm sorry that uh, she killed this man, but uh, I, I guess he was. she claimed now that he was her common law husband. Oh, okay. And so you were baptizing him? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to wash his demons away, like I said earlier. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? How do you wash demons out of somebody? You hold them down underwater until they stop moving. Okay, good deal. Speaking of water, I guess we're back to having water in Jackson, Mississippi, right? Uh, all the water was bad oh well, no, not really. Sure, we're okay. We've got the 90 pounds uh, per square inch a good and their water treatment plant is is up and kind of running. but uh, don't <laughs> I don't think that's any good really, not just yet. Still boil your water because we don't know how healthy it is. And uh, you know we're we have a hard time finding parts. For the old plant that went offline, so those are having to be customed machines. So they're using uh, a rental pump. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what happens when you don't upkeep. I mean, these cities have let neglected these for so long, and you wonder where the money gets appropriated to. Uh, yeah, it does make one wonder where the money gets appropriated to, doesn't it? so apparently they're working on that but hey uh that's not the only problem okay because we've got crews from florida and georgia you know uh, augmenting the plant's own staff uh and an ammonia leak that led to the burning of a controlled flare at the facility is expected to be repaired okay so we've got that taken care of well now you know what uh the pipes might start breaking wait what yeah uh, you know, under now the pipes, uh, that have gone low are going to start uh, having water run through them. Yeah. They're old as well. So they're probably going to be, uh, they're probably going to be breaking across the city. So just be prepared for that. We have pipes that are ready to rupture. <laughs> That's all though. We know we have brittle pipes, so just get ready for that. Cause we haven't, we haven't taken care of that either. <laughs> that is amazing. So just continue to boil your water and look, if there's a problem, with your pressure or discolored water, you could file an online report. We won't care, but you can file that online report. So, you know, we're not going to be able to start testing right away. You don't think we were going to get right on that. Did you look, uh, we're, we're not going to, we're going to tell you to boil water until we get two consecutive days of clean samples from each of our 120 testing sites across the city. But we're not going to start testing until, you know, another couple of weeks or so. <laughs> So good luck. God bless in Jackson, Mississippi. Just keep, you know, we're going to send you water. Uh, for sure. Boil it. Uh, I would think twice about even drinking it after you boil it, but you should most definitely boil it and, uh, don't drink it fresh like that. And if you don't have a problem, you know what? File an online report and shut up. Okay. All right. So I think cities across America should start to really pay attention. This is just me. Think again, talking out loud, because what do I know? I would just say that uh, you may want to take a look at where cities are appropriating the money that they're taking in and where companies are appropriating their money uh, that they're taking in for, you know, things that we need to live. Water, energy, just a couple of things that, uh, you know, perhaps we need to take a look at uh, where that money's going. Instead of uh, you know upkeep and making sure that it's uh, good to go, uh, perhaps some of it goes into people's pockets that it shouldn't be going into. But what do I know? That would be just wrong, and I'm sure it doesn't happen. I'm just again thinking out loud you can think out loud to me if you want email me com. you can follow me on twitter at jeffyjfr facebook and instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, and of course uh, cameo at jeffyjfr I was thinking about coming up with another cameo just to be mean like my mean cameo but it's the same thing right so just remember that I can be nice or I can be mean <laughs> but you know whatever cameo you want uh, you know, I don't know how the prices may be going up. Uh, you know, it's inflation. I don't know. Maybe mean mean cameos might cost more. Not sure how I'm going to work that out. But at Jeffy JFR on Cameo. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up today with a joke from Mick Thomas. I saw this joke uh, sometime over the weekend from Mick Thomas Comedy, which uh, on uh, on Instagram, and I have been chuckling to myself uh for the weekend uh throughout the weekend because of this joke from mick and i want to share it with you mick thomas comedy
1: america two years ago my father i'll give you another example of how i know you go too far with your dogs america two years ago my father passed away of cancer he died uh died of cancer two years ago And uh, so two days after he passed away, my mother said, should we tell the dog? (laughs) So my mother leaned down to the dog two nights after the dog. He goes, hey, listen, I just want to let you know that uh, Danny passed away two nights ago. After hearing that news, my dad's dog of 15 years climbed up into my dad's favorite chair and passed away that night.
0: Aww. Aww.
1: Not one of you gave a f**k about my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Not one of you gave two f about the man that raised me. I told you my dad died and you could hear a pin drop in here. (laughs) But the second I mentioned a dog that I made up... Your hearts were broken. You wanted to start a collection and named a highway after him. Do you understand you go too far with your dogs, Thank America?
0: I you. You've gone too far with your dogs, America. Really funny. When you're out driving around today, listening to the show, just smile after that. All right, tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow. Just walk around knowing. knowing that we've gone too far with our dogs.
1: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.